What is going on, everybody? Happy Sunday to you Bills fans. Happy Sunday to you football fans. It's two weeks in a row. We told you we're back. We did not lie to you. This is Icy Mike's where the takes are ice cold. I'm, of course, Dan Kelly, joined as always by Mike Shimbersky. Mike, what's up, buddy? Hey, Dan. Uh, another great episode uh, on its way with the Built in Buffalo Network, Icy Mike's. Uh, it's going to be a weird Sunday, honestly because uh, the Bills don't play till Monday night. So it's just a, a, a great day to enjoy all the NFL games with no stress uh, for once. <laughs> uh, you can call it no stress. I'm going to call it where the hell are my Bills and why aren't they playing? Because we're so used to the 1 o'clock games, you know. I'm actually heading up to Canton on Sunday to go check out the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So that's going to be a, an interesting day for me. But you're right. The Bills don't play till Monday. We're going to go over the slate of games. But before we get to anything, it's time to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. And Mike, you and I talked all offseason about Zach Ertz and how well he would fit in Buffalo and how we would give up, you know, a six, a five, something to, to bring him in. Well, Dawson Knox has really erupted so far this, this season. And here is the official trade, Zach Ertz to the Arizona Cardinals for cornerback Tay Gowan in a 2022 fifth round draft pick now take Allen's a young corner but I don't think you can call him that skilled and a fifth round draft pick is almost nothing so Ertz goes for nothing what are your thoughts on it uh, it's just surprising that Buffalo couldn't get a deal done if the rumors were true and they were trying to get Ertz uh, to come to Buffalo I, I don't understand how uh, deal could not be struck with yeah, but rumors rumors are rumors you know what I mean we never know exactly what's true I think there was interest but we do know Sean McDermott and his draft picks are you know very important he will not give up things if he doesn't feel like it's important he doesn't care if it's a sixth remember when we were trading offensive linemen every year right before cuts for like a sixth round draft pick or a, a seventh round draft pick so you know Whatever. I think if Dawson Knox wasn't having the season that he's having so far, we would be a lot more angry at this move. But I'm not. I'm not scared. And circumstances change too. I mean, the the, Card the Cardinals uh, need a tight end. I believe that they they have injuries at that position at this time, and and the Eagles could probably use all the help they could get anywhere. Exactly. They they trade him away right after he plays last night in the loss to the Buccaneers. I want to talk about the Buccaneers a little bit because some people are sleeping on them, man. And they are the Super Bowl champions. They have Tom Brady. Like, I don't care if they win every game by one. I know some people are crazy about stats and they want to talk about, you know, the probability of this ball being picked off and the probability of you fumbling and the probability of you doing this. It's Tom Brady. The probability is endless, man. They're going to get into the playoffs and they're going to get on a roll. Do not sleep on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you think of that, Mike? Absolutely. I mean, that's exactly – you nailed it. And I think that because of the, them being the, Super Bowl, the defending Super Bowl champs, they're, they're bringing their A game every game, knowing the fact that, you know, they got something to prove because they want to get back. They, they want to repeat. What team wouldn't want to do that? And they're finding ways to win with a 44-year-old quarterback and a banged-up secondary. But, but they're still winning. That's the bottom line is they're still – winning most of that game was Tampa Bay's to lose anyways they they had the game under control completely and then as soon as the Eagles decided that they were going to try to rally a comeback Tom Brady did what Tom Brady does and 
and marched right down the field, got the first downs that counted, and was able to take a knee to end it. And that roster is just too stacked. It's it's too stacked to worry about. Like, I understand it would have been even better five, six, seven years ago. But right now, that team is still really good. They're coached very well. And they have Tom Brady. And if, if anybody knows not to doubt Tom Brady, it's Buffalo Bills football fans. You couldn't have said it better. Let's talk about something that's going to make us happy and not Tom Brady. Josh Allen, Mike. Oh, my goodness. We talked about it on the pregame show last week for the Built in Buffalo Network, if you missed it. I was questioning Josh Allen's ability to show up against the Kansas City Chiefs. So let me just tell you that I was happy to be wrong. And, man, oh, man, was I happy with how that game went. Give me your thoughts on the, on the game, Mike. I actually rewatched it multiple times only because it's just made me that happy. Uh, I, I love the takes that we had. Uh, on that pregame show because a lot of what we talked about is exactly what the Bills went out and did uh, besides you doubting Josh uh, or at least you know in a way just maybe calling him out a little bit and you know what he answered the call for you and and I'm, I'm super happy about it because I from from their very first drive they were locked in man and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch and and see uh, the Bills really bring it together in a very important game uh, they're just it, yeah it's a regular season game but I think that mattered a lot. And we talked a lot on the pregame about the coaching, how Sean McDermott had to overcome his father, in a sense, Andy Reid, of the NFL in coaching, and he, and he did it. And the defensive line showed up, Gregory Rousseau with the tip pick, Micah with the pick six. Man, I was going crazy when that happened. But the, the greatest thing about that, Mike, was the fact that that was primetime football, and the Buffalo Bills showed up. Josh Allen showed up. Dawson Knox showed up. Everybody did what they do at 1 o'clock on Sundays. But at that time, you're not the only game going on. You don't have all the eyes on you. I was worried that Josh Allen was going to become similar to Kirk Cousins in the fact that he's amazing, you know, at these, at these normal times. But when it comes to prime time, he struggles. And he, and he has in the past somewhat. But that really shut me up. And a lot of people are, were questioning Josh Allen because of last year being the anomaly of all his years. I think he's really proving people that he's a top five quarterback in this league, maybe top three. Some of those throws he was making, I mean, that bullet to Sanders uh, for a touchdown uh, was a dime. Uh, I mean, right on the money. He hit him in stride. Uh, he could have had another touchdown to Diggs, too. I just think Diggs didn't. Wasn't able to get yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. The digs play. Yeah. What was what was up with it? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I tried to put myself in his position, and because he could have been a lot of things. The first assumption I made was that he was going to try to show well, thinking he was exactly all that. That is my that is my thought because if you watch it again, I don't see his feet miss. I see him catch it. I don't know why he thought he was alone because that wasn't terrible coverage. Yeah, he beat him. But he was still on him, you know what I mean? That's the, and that's my other thought was maybe he was trying to find a defender to see where he needed to go. Uh, okay. and that's, that's my other opinion is maybe he was trying to find him so that he like didn't run right into him. But uh, unfortunately, obviously he got caught from behind regardless. But if he just catches that thing and just takes a, like, just keeps sprinting towards the end zone, I, I think he's got a touchdown easy. And we know Diggs is a passionate football player. We've seen it against the Raiders in the past when he comes down and he's flexing all over people. But 
Another thing I was really happy about in that Bills Chiefs game was the quarterback runs. Because normally we talk about the quarterback design runs and they don't work. And there's too many of them. And they go for two or three yards. But Josh Allen really found spaces in that Kansas City defense. And the offensive line blocked masterfully. And he had a great day on the ground, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, like, that, even that first run that he took off, I think it was like 40 yards. I was like – and then, you know, what I was actually really happy with is because he's had a, a kind of an issue with fumbling in the past – uh, he just slides before contact's even made now. I know he loves to throw a stiff arm and stuff, and I'm sure he will still do that when the time comes and the, the, that first down is just that important uh, to where he has to do that to get it. But when you're when he breaks it wide open like that, gets all the yards he can possibly get before contact's made and then just slides down to protect the football and his body, that's, that's what I was impressed with, was him ripping off big games and then being smart with the football. And the hurdle over Legereus Sneed. I think that was uh, better, better than the one against Barr. I think, like, it's just, it just looks more eloquent. Yeah, and, and not only that, like, you, I was not expecting that at all. I mean, I, obviously, I wasn't expecting him to do it when he did it the first time in, in Minnesota. But, you know, I, I just, it's, it's such a, a split-second decision to decide you're going to go up and over a defender like that. And obviously, he saw that the uh, the defender started uh, lowering his head, and so he didn't. The defender didn't know where he was uh, specifically, so he was able to just go right up and over. But I mean, just when he did that, my jaw dropped because I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> I mean, you know, I, not what I was expecting. I was expecting him to make try to make a move or like do or try to go right through him for the first down. Nope, he just went up and over first down. Uh, amazing play. You got to love it. Like, seriously, I, I would be worried if any other quarterback did it, but Alan mentioned in his post-game presser, people, people go low on him because he's such a big guy. And if that happens, he will hurdle you. <laughs> and it's just a beautiful sight. But before we sign off today, Mike, I want to hit the, the game predictions. We're just going to alternate. I'll give you a game, myself a game, and, and we can discuss the interesting ones because sometimes there's just not interesting games. Let's be honest. I'll give you the first one. Miami at Jacksonville. Give me some thoughts and give me a prediction. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I mean, those, those are two kind of bottom of the barrel teams right now. Uh, it, it'd kind of be nice uh, not to be biased here, but uh, to see Jacksonville uh, get, get a win and uh, maybe put some pieces together here because they're in shambles. Now, now, is that a prediction or is that a want? Because do you that's, think that's the want. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win? That's a one. I think if I'm being honest, though, I do think Miami's going to pull it out. I think their defense will show up, and they got Tua back, and I think that's how that offense is He's coming run. back this week? That, that was yeah. announced that he's coming back? Yeah, it's announced that it's Tua time. Uh, so uh, I'm, not big, I'm not big on Tua, but I do think that the Dolphins will pull it out, especially with their starting quarterback back in the lineup, and the defense will be able to handle Jacksonville no problem. Yeah, and Jacksonville has issues with their head coaching department the same way that the Raiders kind of do, but – that's a different situation. We'll get there when we get to Vegas. Vikings, Panthers in Carolina. The Vikings have been weird to me this year, man. I, I really don't know how to go against them. You know, they, they've been winning games that they shouldn't. I'm going to take Carolina in this one. Darnold has been playing pretty well. Is McCaffrey playing this week? Do we know? He's 50-50. Uh, so uh, from sources that I've seen, uh, whether it's NFL.com or or uh, any ESPN coverage or NFL, NFL Network, uh, what I've heard and seen is that he's 50%. Uh, so he, it's up in the air. He's questionable. Could 
could could make it, uh, but they're gonna they're gonna practice like they're not gonna have them. Uh, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this game a coin flip. I'm going to give it to the home team, Carolina Panthers. Next up, we have the L.A. Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this is a good one. This one's yours, Mike. Who, who do you got? That one is game of the week, but I'm going to take the Chargers there on a roll. Baltimore has been winning, but it hasn't been pretty. Uh, obviously, all that counts is the W, but I think that that Chargers defense uh, has stepped up this season. And I think they'll have a handle on Lamar Jackson and force him to throw. He's shown that he's improved so far with being able to do that. But I think with Joey Bosa and company coming in, I think they're going to be able to apply enough pressure, uh, keep him having to run multiple times. And as long as they contain him, I think uh, I see the Chargers pulling this out. I mean, Herbert is on another level right now. I'm, I'm going to take the opposing side to you in this one because I watched that Chargers-Browns game. And we do know that there was absolutely no defense played. If you do not play defense against Lamar Jackson, you are going to struggle. And that's exactly what the Chargers did last week. Now, another reason that I'm going to say that is this game's in Baltimore. It's hard to win on the road in the NFL. And I just think the Chargers, if they keep winning, they're going to really start to scare me. Like, I'm already worried about them as a possible team that we're going to have to see. But if they keep winning, we're definitely going to see them in the playoffs and that's going to be a really really tough matchup this game is a coin flip in the way that the vikings panthers game is but it's way better it's like a golden coin just flipping right off the thumb you know all right well you get you get a gem like that and i gotta pick between the rams and giants i'm going rams i don't know if daniel jones is playing i don't know if barkley's playing i do know that the Rams have been playing well. So we're going to take the Rams. Not much to say on that one. No. All right. Here's one for you. Uh, another another rough one. This is the AFC South. Texans at Colts. I'm going Colts. I think that they showed well against the Ravens. There's some promise there. Uh, they, the, the offense was cooking for a <laughs> <laughs> Promise? They choked, man. They choked, but – When you look at a game, I mean, especially in the NFL, you have to still take some positive and negative notes, uh, especially if you're going to go, you know, coming into this game. I think the Colts are going to watch that film, obviously see where the choke happened and and why. But Carson Wentz still still got them in position to win the game. You know, those missed field goals were very important. And so I think – that, you know, it's a whole different story that we're talking about if the Ravens do lose to the Colts, if they kick those, if they make those field goals. So uh, the Colts are better than what their record looks like, and I, I, my, my money's on the Colts. I don't think uh, Tyrod Taylor's coming back this week either, so it looks like we're probably going to be seeing a little bit more of the rookie out there, which is fine. I just want to see Tyrod do good, you know? Me too. Me too. I thought they were off to a great start. I, I had a lot of, uh, I, you know, I, there's a lot of ties to Tyrod Taylor uh, for, for Bills fans, so I really did want to see him do well. He was doing well. He had the, he had the Texans looking kind of scary. Uh, but, uh, yeah, hopefully. I don't know. Back. I don't know about scary. A, a little impressive, I'll give him, but I, w- I wasn't worried. I just mean a team that you couldn't under, underestimate because they, they, could, they could steal one from it. Yeah. Not, not from a team like this. Not from a team that's being built in Buffalo. Uh, built in Buffalo. You hear that right there? Uh-huh, there we go. That was perfect. 
All right, next up, uh, Kansas City Chiefs at football team. Uh, it's the Chiefs. They're going to be angry. They're going to be annoyed. They're going to be frustrated. I can see them putting up. And, and Washington's a good defense, but did you see what the Bills did to them? Kansas City's going to do a similar thing, put up 30-plus points, and really show the NFL and the football fans that they're not to be taken lightly. When we heard Ryan on the pregame show last week say they weren't going to make the playoffs, I was absolutely flabbergasted. I've been talking about it all week with people, and they're like, what? I, I was like, exactly, exactly. They'll be there in the end, and they're, I, I, yeah, they're totally going to come out, and I think they're going to put up big numbers against the Washington football team, that, that poor Washington football team. I don't think they're even prepared for what the, what's coming because – they have a lot of proof now, the Chiefs, and, and they're, they're not uh, – I don't think they're going to let that bad taste in their mouth last too long. Now, maybe if Washington had an identity, they'd have something to play for. But when you're being called football team, it's, it's kind of hard. You're getting the NFC North, Mike. Packers at Bears, one of the greatest rivalries in football. The Bears obviously won last week. The Packers did too after their field goal kicker eventually decided to make one. Who do you got in this one? I tend not to go against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think that the, the Packers pull us out. Their offense is in Chicago. Back. In Chicago, you're taking Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay because uh, Justin Fields has looked great, but he also is still a rookie, and I think he'll make enough plays to keep it competitive, but he'll make enough rookie mistakes to hand Green Bay the game. All right. Well, this one's going to be a barn burner. Cincinnati at Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit. You know, they're 0-5, and they're really struggling. The coach is very passionate, and I think eventually they're going to win one. I'm not seeing a repeat of the 0-8 Detroit Lions where they went 0-16. They could become the first team to go 0-17 if they are to lose out. I'm going to take Detroit just for the fact that I want somebody to be rooting for them. And, you know, it's something's got to give. You know, you think they're going to at least eventually get their first win. It has to, it has to happen, you know. And, 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 uh, and Cincinnati, like, is supposed to be better. I understand they're still building, but they should have beat Green Bay last week. With the way they were playing football, they should have won that game, and they weren't able to, whether it be missed kicks or not being in position. I just – I think they're going to have a little bit of a hangover from, from not even being able to beat the Packers on their worst day. And the Lions have been competitive. Uh, and really, a lot of the games that they've been in, it's come down to uh, some, some key plays. Like, and, yeah, okay, it matters most to make those plays, but it's not like they've been completely blown out every game. They, they've been competitive. Yeah, so we're, we're going to go with the Lions. They might lose again, and then I won't pick them again. I can tell you that. If they lose this one, I'm not picking them again. So my team is the Chargers and Ravens. And now you're getting the second primetime game here, Cardinals at Browns. Now the Cardinals fans have got to be salty because they're 5-0 and and they're ranked second in the power rankings. Buffalo has faced better teams, and that's why they're number one. I just want to get that out of the way. Take it over, my Cardinals and Browns. I'm going with the Cardinals. The Cardinals are on a roll. Uh, okay, 6-0 and you think. It, it is humming. They're humming. And I just don't think that the, the Cleveland Browns will be able to keep up with the shootout. Uh, their defense has held them in games, and Baker's done enough to keep them, you know, uh, from, from falling apart. But, you know, he hasn't really, like, impressed me at all. And I, I don't think he's 
been clutch like like some of these other quarterbacks that have been really surprising this season. Uh, he does enough uh, to, to make that offense productive, but I just don't think that they can keep up with the, the high-octane offense that the Cardinals have on their side. And I'm, and, I'm not sure if you saw the stat last week with the Browns, but they're the first team to lose despite scoring over 40 points and not having a single turnover. I always love those, like, promiscuous stats that, like, you would never think of, but they're, they happen, you know what I mean? Okay, Cardinals. I mean, that, that's going to be – if they go 6-0, and they're going to really be a team to watch out for. I know they've played well. They're in a tough division. This is a, this is a hard game. I think if Baker gets on the right page with Beckham, maybe something happens. They did score 40 last week. Arizona's defense is their weak point. I think this is going to be another high-scoring game, and if last week is anything to go by, Baker's not going to show up in the clutch. So I, I'm going to agree with you with the Cardinals there. Cowboys and Patriots. I'm taking Dallas. Very, uh, very easy pick here. They've looked pretty good. Obviously, they they basically played a backup quarterback all of last week without a running back on the team, but they did put up 40 plus. The Patriots barely squeaked out with Mac Jones. I'm I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, I mean that one's that one's an easy one. Cowboys. <laughs> all right. Raiders, Broncos, Micah, without a head coach, of course, the Las Vegas Raiders after some stuff we don't need to talk about. And then the Denver Broncos, who looked really good to start the season, but now they're kind of struggling. Who do you got here? It's in Denver. Yeah, I, I still feel like the, the Broncos went from uh, contender to pretender. So uh, I think that with all the things that have been happening in Las Vegas, that's just going to bring that team closer together. I don't think it's going to cause a divide. I think that the Raiders have a good football team, and uh, they're going to they're going to come together on Sunday. And uh, I don't think it's going to be an issue taking on the Broncos. Like I, I give the Raiders the W in this one. Divisional games are always tough. This could be another coin flip. Both of these teams are pretty equally matched, but uh, I, I like that pick there. We got Seahawks and Steelers on Sunday Night Football. I'm taking the Steelers for the simple reason that Russell Wilson's out. And if you take Russell Wilson away from the Seattle Seahawks, I don't know that they win more than five games in a year. Like, I understand Geno at this point is a veteran and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Pittsburgh's going to get back to the way they played against Buffalo. This game's in Pittsburgh, and Seattle's going to struggle. Yeah, and Pittsburgh had a great game last, last week. So, and I think they're going to be riding that high. And I think they're starting to get some traction on offense of what they are as a football team. Uh, Smith-Schuster is out, but – uh, Chase for Claypool. the year, for the year, Juju's out. Yeah, but Claypool's back, and they, and not only that, they, like Ben seems to spread it around more when Schuster's not on the field, and it looked like that offense actually performed better without him. Uh, so, I mean, I, I kind of like how they spread the ball around. They got to win, and uh, they they might know exactly how they need to to play teams now, and I feel like they. Like I said, they got traction from last last week. They're going to be riding high. I took Pittsburgh. And Seattle's defense isn't what it used to be. If, if this was the Legion of Boom team, I think we'd be talking about a different scenario. And last but not least, we have the Bills and Titans. But we're not talking about that, Mike, because you can catch Mike and I on the pregame show on Monday night. I'm not sure what time we're going on yet, but it's going to be on the Built in Buffalo Network on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to check that out. That's all the time we have for 
for today for icy mics i'm dan kelly you can follow me on twitter at the real dan kelly mike sign us off yeah uh thanks for listening guys uh, again icy mics on the built in buffalo network I, it's so good to be back uh if you ever want to talk football i am mike shimberski at mikl2531 uh thanks as always have a good day guys enjoy the games go bills